get it. Episode 175 of the Is What It Is podcast. My name is Altlin. I have my lovely co-host Kibia here on the mic. And we are rolling it in with another episode, another chit-chat, another powwow, another session. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if it's your first time tuning in, this is what we do every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um... What else? I would say that lately I have been, I guess I've been like trying to find ways to heal my inner child Mm -hmm. because it's been coming up. Like not just like lately, but like I would say within the last, since pandemic, let's say. Last three years, a lot of childhood things have come out. Right. And I'm just like, wow, like, I have to heal certain parts of myself, you know, when it comes to my inner child and certain parts of myself that are still, I guess, unhealed, which I never really know until I'm triggered. Right. That are deeply connected to childhood wounds you know Mm -hmm. and I think that I it just makes me like when I look at like my Netflix and it's like switch to kids or like Disney plus like there's a part of me that will always watch I guess shows that are geared towards younger audiences Mm -hmm. to get certain messages out but I think on like Disney like I will watch it still at my big big age of 31 I will watch it like there's a lesson in that. But I, I'm connected with my younger self doing it. Right, and I right, think right, there's right, right. that's why there's a part of me that still does it too. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think in terms of what I was thinking about when you were talking about um, like shows and movies that are geared mainly towards children is I appreciate the intention that they have behind the story and I appreciate the lessons that they're trying to get the little one to learn. Yeah. Um, and when I think about, you know, healing my inner child, mm-hmm. we now have the mental capacity to understand the traumas and things that have that have really made a dent in our life or have shaped Um, how we interact with other people and I think a part of learning yourself is understanding or overstanding why we do certain things and I think we could only really like get to the root through investigating our inner child and going through our childhood wounds and as difficult as choked up as I know that I am sometimes whenever I talk about it and deal with it it's so important that the breakthrough that I've been um, getting mm-hmm. through these through like through these conversations through these challenges through these triggers coming up mm-hmm. um, I think when I think of childhood trauma I think mm-hmm. it's something that connects us all because it's not just trauma's not just physical. Mm-hmm. Or it's not like 
the impact of something so well it is the impact but I mean how you received it mm. may not have been in a grandiose way that right. that a lot of people think of when they think of trauma mm. and I think that we need Very to true. you know what I mean I think that we need to um, understand that there are like definite levels mm-hmm. But they're still all connected. It doesn't make your pain any bigger than mine's. Right? So, sometimes I'm like, why do we only focus on, oh, if it wasn't that big, then, you know, it's not really something we got to deal with. Uh But then it's like, well, then why did it affect you that way? Why are you this way now? It's from that little thing that you said wasn't a big thing. Yeah. Right? So, um, working on it, I think is like a life a lifelong thing Mm -hmm. but I'm just grateful that I'm like even comfortable enough to like speak about it and record it Mm -hmm. um that's true and I'm happy to do it because I think that these are the conversations that I would prefer to have then what's your favorite color and how's the weather today but not everyone is in a space that or or feels safe enough Mm -hmm. to discuss it so I think um watching those movies and stuff may provide that space mm-hmm. or that I'm a little bit more comfortable with articulating like how I'm feeling. Yeah. You know? I totes agree. Um I also think that um what's led to this topic mm-hmm. is a lesson from the a Course in Miracles book that my bestie got me for Christmas. And um, we've definitely read a little excerpt from here. It's a dense book, by the way. But there are many lessons. It's a spiritual... I would say it's like a spiritual novel. It's a I workbook. Think it's, it's like a manual. Yeah. Yeah. But, and like, you know, maybe there's things in here that you don't connect with, like how it's being said. But I do think it can just evoke some type of thoughts, feelings, emotions, opinions from, you know, your brain. Um, And the lesson 282 that I selected titled it um, as, I will not be afraid of love today. Mm. And I think what spoke to me about that, based on what we've talked about so far in the intro, is I thought immediately about the parts of me the younger self of me that, and then also in my adult version, how I've seen when I've been afraid to love. Right. Whether it's been me or someone else. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's directly related to times where I never felt loved. Right. You know? Right. And it's like, why would you have to say that you will not be afraid of love? today why would you have to state that and it's because it's clear and we've all felt that where there's a part of you that's afraid to do that because there was a part of on the opposite end there was a rejection with that Mm -hmm. that's closely related to why you would restrict yourself from it right when i read i will not be afraid of love today i think of moments where I was afraid Mm -hmm. which is probably like 
obviously what I justified in my head yeah to like would make sense to probably not want to feel it mm-hmm. or not want to even being engulfed by it because of the fear um so you think of the rejection moments you think of the disappointments but I think that when I think of love in my now brain bless you is is pretty much like the action it's it's more than just saying it because you can feel that way for someone because they're such a kind compassionate person or whatever but what requires is the action and I think that with love there's a lot of expectation to it and when it doesn't like if someone or something doesn't meet that expectation do we not still love it that's the question that I'm thinking about and then also like if that were the case, if we were so fickle to like change how we feel based on the expectation not being met, is it love? And I think a lot of the times I've probably put that word in place of an expectation. Mm-hmm. And then when it wasn't met, it was like, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. I think I'm attached to feeling as though someone feels that way about me. Mm. or feeling I'm attached to like I don't know like the the action of you loving me isn't there but I love you as a person so I'm still gonna be here Mm. you know what I mean it's also like maybe Mm. I'm caring about you a little bit more than you're caring about me maybe your your capacity to love is not a capacity that's tangible for me Mm -hmm. so I think through through just being older Um, And now being in a healthy relationship, it's like I realized that my fear was limiting, one, the doors to be open, and then two, like, it wasn't making me genuine because I have this wall up now. I'm only going to limit you to the interaction that I'm going to limit you to. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you were to fall in love with me, you were falling in love with the parts I wanted you to see, not all of me. Mm-hmm. So I think once we're at a place where we're ready to, one, love ourselves, which is an everyday thing, um, we're able to, like, engage in that way with others, you know? Totally. I think it also makes me think of, like, as you were saying, um, you had said... I think what I was thinking is that just, <laughs> I didn't lose it. I didn't lose it. I, I didn't know you didn't it. lose I it. Didn't lose it. <laughs> it just made me think of like the ways that you've also not maybe realized that that person isn't at that capacity. Mm. And so you're still, you may be afraid to love through that. Right. It's like, I know this, I care about you. But then if there's love there, then you can love one yourself more Mm -hmm. to accept and deserve better Mm -hmm. and not stay there for that. Right. And then love them through whatever they're going through and know that, okay, this just doesn't match my energy on this level right now. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like in order to make the decision to even part from that, 
you do have to love yourself. So it's like you also have to not be afraid to love yourself. I think that's also what I thought about because ultimately you have to love yourself to love another person. Mm. If you don't have a healthy love with yourself, then your love is already tainted. Agreed. So how people give or receive that, it's tainted. So like you said, that's Mm -hmm. what I was thinking about. It's not honest to you because you're not giving your true self then. Mm -hmm. You know? I think what I what I thought about when you said that was (coughs) sorry um, I was thinking about the inability to really truly show that for someone if you don't have that for yourself and I think that with this culture there has been so many instances where it can appear that we that we love ourselves right and because we believe it then we feel like we can love someone else but i think that creates an unhealthy attachment to something or someone because if we lose that something or someone do we still feel that way? Mm-hmm. Or has that feeling only come up because we got someone or that thing, you know? And then I think of like, if I am unable to truly love myself without fear and accept me for everything, my, my limitations and all of that, then it's physically impossible for me to give from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so then what was I given in those moments when I was empty? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about when I look at that. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what was I giving? Right. But also then I, on the flip side, I think about even if I cushioned it and made it look like this thing didn't you realize or the other person or the other thing Mm -hmm. realize that this was this is given from an empty cup Mm. but then that means theirs is empty too in some way yeah yeah but then and then that's another reason why you would be afraid to right to love in the way that you love i think for me what i've been like shifting into for myself is like how you love is how you love And through dating and interacting and when I see and it's clear that for some people there's an they're still not really in touch with being fully immersed in the way that they love in that level of being vulnerable and like opening up their heart to someone I think that the what it takes to really bear yourself to another person is a lot And in order to be in a healthy relationship, it has to be done on both ends. And so I think where anytime there's a space where it cannot move forward, it's because one or the other or both aren't truly, you know, loving themselves, you know, in a healthy way. Right. Because it's like it's loving for you to want to deserve somebody who's healthy. 
It's mm. loving for you to want to be a healthy person mm. for someone. So it's like, if you know that you can't be a healthy person for that person, you sh- really shouldn't be interacting with them. Right. Right? Right. Right. And I, you know this person may not be healthy for you, so you shouldn't be interacting with them. But then you would need to be open and honest with knowing that you're not at a position to do that. Mm-hmm. But, but also that would take like, being honest with yourself. Yeah, that, that's the love. Yeah, yeah, that's love. So that goes into the actual um, lesson. Right. Of the title, because that's all we've been talking about. Right, 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 right. And there's not much, but it says, let me just get some water, wet the whistle. <laughs> I haven't heard that in forever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. If I could realize but this today, salvation would be reached for all the world. This, the, deci- the decision not to be insane and to accept myself as God himself, my father and my source, created me. This, the determination not to be asleep in dreams of death, while truth remains forever living in the joy of life. And this, the choice to, be recogni- to recognize the self whom God created as the son he loves and who remains my one reality. Okay. And then it says, Father, your name is love and so is mine. Such is the truth. And can the truth be changed by merely giving it another name? The name of fear is simply a mistake. Let me not be afraid of truth today. And then there's a little thing at the bottom and it says, uh, This implies that we have so identified with fear that we have in essence given ourselves the name of fear. The truth remains, however, that our real name is love. Right. Right. And I think what I what I received from that was they didn't put much to they they gave you that and said there you go. To sit in fear would mean to be that. Mhm. Right? Just like to sit in love is to be that. Mm. So I actually don't think... Gem dropping. <laughs> I don't think the opposite of love is hate. I think the opposite of love is fear. Mm. Because <laughs> you're in, you're unable. Yeah. You are physically unable to do one mm-hmm. while doing the other. Mm-hmm. Because we could say that we love all we want, but what we are really holding on to is the fear of the whatever. So, just so I'm clear, just so I'm getting it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to talk this out. Mm -hmm. If we are all, as a unit, collective, human, existence, animals, things that are breathing, things that have life, we're created of love, then our prime energy should emote that. But because we have freedom of choice and will, and we have our mind to make decisions, we are choosing to be in the delusion of love while actually being in fear. 
which is even more fucked up because like we've been playing with everybody mm. and I think that that's why we're fucked mm. and by me I mean all all of us all, all of us, us are are fighting <laughs> fighting these these demons or figure are trying to figure out like how why like I think it's something that one you're once you're healing you can start to like reclaim that energy back mm. but I think it does start with being honest with yourself and I feel like if we're not gonna do that then that thing yeah. then we're gonna continue to do this mm-hmm. be in fear of love mm-hmm. which is wasted everyone's time <laughs> ultimately is what I'm, what I'm thinking about um <laughs> That is so funny, but it's true. It's true. It is the opposite of love. I I can see that. I think what they're saying is that if you believe that, then you are dead. Like it says. Right. It's not real fantasy. You know, like you're not living the truth, the love that is within you. You're not expressing it. You're not letting it out. You're not being what it is that you are, which yeah. is love. Yeah. You know? And if God is love, and if you are God, and if it is in you, like, <laughs> right, if it's right. all connected, right. which is what they're trying to say, but I don't really like how the wording is a little bit Bible-y, yeah. that, but they're trying to not make it that, because it's not the Bible. Um, I think through So through that's reading. what is weird to me with this, but I... I like that they just dropped that gem because it says this determination not to be asleep in dreams of death while truth remains forever living in the joy of life. Yes, if you're living in your truth, right. you're living in love, you would be joyous in your life. Right. If 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 you were living in fear, it would be the dreams of death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. And I think through reading... Um, I've just learned to interpret what I need to interpret and, mm-hmm. like, receive what applies to me because I don't appreciate it sounding bible because yeah, not everybody carries this, has the same faith. Um, but I think... But I also would be like, mm, I, would, I would read the Bible. Yeah. If you were going to try to make it sound Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's giving kind of bible but it's okay because... Mm. there are different intentions that I have through reading this. Yeah, just 100%. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. everyone has their Kia, own... This Kia replaced the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not. So, um, <clears throat> with that, I don't know. I just think it's great to have these discussions, and I think that yeah, it's something that we should be having more of. Um, Definitely, because I think it's it helps you get the stuff out. It helps bring to the surface yeah. all of those negative, not-so-great, dreams-of-death-type things that's within you that's robbing you of your joy. It's robbing you of your happiness in life. Yeah. Robbing you of standing in your truth and, and, and speaking on 
and expressing what's for you. Like, if you're not defending you in life, if you can't stand on and plead your case for what you believe in, what you love, what's true to you, then you are wasting time here. Yes. Then it's dreams of death. Jeez. That's all you're doing is just streaming or thinking about the day you're going to die or afraid of how that's going to be. If you're not leading in love and living truth to what speaks to you as much as you can, moment by moment, then you'll be miserable. Damn. You know? It would be a life of fear. Yeah. And it's like, it's true. What do you want to live? A life of fear or a life of love? Like, that's... That's actually pretty much it still. That's all... That's all she wrote. All she wrote. Um, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Is What It Is podcast. Don't forget to interact with us on our Instagram, blackmagic, B-L-V-C-K-M-A-G-I-Q-U-E. My name's Kivia, my lovely co-host Otlin on the mic. It is What It Is podcast, episode 175. And with that, we're out. Peace out. Bye.